Thanks for tuning in to Daddy and Aiden. We wanted to let you know that this week we interviewed a very special guest that you probably know. I'm really excited for Blippi to be on my podcast too. Whoa! <laughs> Please share this show with all your friends so we can keep getting amazing guests. Remember, anything is possible. Welcome to Interviews with Daddy and Aiden! Here's the rundown. On this show, Aiden, who is four, and me, a father of two and a former CIA operations officer, we'll interview the coolest people and the most interesting professionals, and we will together see the world through the lens of a child's endless mind. Whether you're a kid or a parent, let's motivate young people and show them anything is possible. Welcome to Interviews with Daddy and Aiden. Today we're going on an animal adventure, right? Like I think we're going on an animal adventure. Uh, so we have the cool opportunity today to talk to Laria Herod. And so this is Dr. Laria Herod, I should say. She was born and raised in Memphis, Tennessee. She moved across the state to attend the University of Tennessee to obtain her Bachelor's of Science in a Doctor of Veterinary Medicine prior to moving to Arizona to practice in small animal general practice. In addition to caring for cats and dogs, Dr. Herod and her family love to share their lives on social media. She has a- What is social media? We'll talk about that. That's a great question. You should ask that. She has a husband, two daughters, one dog, and one cat. She loves to educate others on how to best take care of their animals to help them live happy and healthy lives. Thank you, Luria, for being with us today. You're welcome. I'm excited to be here. So do you want to ask that first question that you had right off the bat? What was it? Social media. What is social media? Social media is where you can share pictures and videos with other people online. Um, So there's different types of social media. There's like Instagram, which is where I met your dad. There's LinkedIn. There's Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. There's so many different types of social media. You ready to get talking about some veterinarian stuff? Because we have a real-life veterinarian. Hi. Hi. No, boss. What advice would you give to a kid who wants to become a veterinarian? I would say that anytime you have, like, animals at home, make sure you go with your parents to the vet so you can talk to them and ask questions. I love when kids come into the hospital and ask me questions. It's my favorite part. Um, being able to answer those questions for them. And just make sure that any chance you get to help an animal, you do whatever you can. How do you help dogs? What? How, how do you help dogs? So I help dogs by performing physical exams, basically using my eyes and my stethoscope to listen to their heart and using my hands to touch their bodies and look for anything abnormal to make sure that they're healthy. Um, Sometimes I get samples of their blood and make sure that they don't have an infection, make sure that their organs in their body are functioning the way they're supposed to, um, and overall give them a clean bill of health. And if they're sick, I give them medicine. What if they're muddy? If they're muddy, then I'll send them to the groomer to take a bath. Okay. Should be so muddy. That's interesting, actually. How do you, what do you do if you have to, like, take care of an animal that comes in, but they're super dirty? Do you try to bathe them or clean them first? Or what, what do you It do? depends. So, like, if it's, like, a full body situation, we, we will give them a, a bath in hospital if we have to. 
um, there's often times where like if they have like a wound or like a scratch or something um, where we have to clean it with like sterile solution or like a really nice clean um, liquid. So we do do that in hospital all the time or especially if they have like toe issues, we'll soak their feet in uh, warm water and a nice clean solution to make their feet feel better. Um, two cats and two dogs. Two cats and two dogs. Okay, that's a good two, number. Two Lego cats and two Lego dogs. Okay, that's yes. a good number. You don't want too many. Oh, but they're Legos. That's okay. You can pay pretend and be a veterinarian with your Legos. Like, what if I had 10,000 cats and dogs? That would be so many to take care of. Are you a doctor? I am a doctor, yes. I'm an animal doctor, though. But you are considered a doctor, right? You are yes, still you are a doctor, one hundred percent. Because you you help like a doctor. I don't have the same training as a human doctor. They yeah. learn all about humans, and I learned about a bunch of different types of animals. So cats and dogs and horses and cows and pigs and goats. I learned about all, all of those. Can you imagine taking care of all those animals? <laughs> no. <laughs> are you tired today? Um, which which of those animals do you think would be the most interesting to, to take care of? A, a goat. A goat? Uh, did you ever take care of a goat? I did. In vet school, I took care of some goats. They're pretty cool. And they're loud. Can you tell us about some goat stuff? Sure. What do you want to know about goats? How do you help the goats? How do I help the goats? Uh, um, so goats, they live in herds. So you usually have like more than one goat at a time. So a lot of times when you practice medicine with goats, you'll go out to where they go, to where they live. And sometimes you can like trim their hooves, um, make sure that their hooves don't get too long so that they can walk appropriately. Um, you check their eyes um, because you can look in their eyes and see if they have an appropriate amount of blood. It's a, a test that you do. It's called a FAMACHA. Um, that you're checking that to see if they're anemic, meaning they don't have enough blood. That's a test you do regularly in goats. Um, they oh, get vaccines. Blood, you need to eat sugar. <laughs> you need to eat sugar. For them, if they don't have enough blood, like if you check their um, eyes and it's not the right color, um, that means that they have a lot of worms in their stomach and in their bodies, and we need to give them a medicine to get rid of some of those worms. Why? Because the worms are eating up all the blood, and we have to get rid of them so they don't eat up all their blood. But what if they have only one? one worm? Um, then that's probably fine. They can keep one worm. Just as a little friend. <laughs> like, hey, little worm. It's like a little friend, yeah. Maybe it wouldn't eat that much. Yeah, it probably just wants to, to just get a little bit of blood. Maybe just yeah. one little drop. Yeah, one little bite. <laughs> Like what if you can look in the worm's throat? In the worm's throat? It would have to be a really small camera. I don't think it's small enough to go inside the worm's no. throat. Yeah. But yeah. What if it's a smaller than daddy's nose hair? <laughs> <laughs> if it was that small, I think it would fit. It would I go in the worm's throat. That was a great idea. <laughs> yes, perfect. And thanks for bringing my nose hair into the, into the <laughs> conversation. Perfect. How could you save the life of an animal? I can save the life of an animal by um, making sure that they're healthy all the time. 
So we want to see animals in the at the hospitals or by their veterinarian at least two times a year just to make sure that they're healthy. That way, if anything ever changes, we catch it early so we can make sure that they stay okay. Um, but sometimes you do have animals that come in really, really sick and they need help really fast. So we can um, give them fluids, so give them liquids to help them stay hydrated. Um, we can give them medicines. Um, and we can perform like CPR if we need to, to make sure their heart keeps pumping. There's a lot of things that we can do to keep them alive. I did CPR to a dummy. Oh, you did? Uh -huh. Yeah, it's good to learn CPR because it can save lives. It can. That actually was my question about CPR on an animal. How is it doing CPR on an animal? You could tell us about anyone, like on a cat or on a dog. Like how does it differ from a human? Uh, in a lot of ways, I guess it depends on the size. So if it's like a smaller cat, you don't want to use as much pressure. Um, and if you go to even smaller animals, you only want to use like fingers. So it's kind of on a scale, like, you know, with, with babies, if you do CPR, you only need to use a couple of fingers. Mm -hmm. Same thing with small animals versus if you get like a big dog, then you do need both hands. Um, but it's very similar to how you would do with humans, where you need to go at a certain rhythm and then you sing a song to try to make sure you stay on rhythm. Mm -hmm. What song? Is it Staying Alive? Is that the one that you use? Staying Alive, yeah. That's the one I like the most. So it's the uh, same rhythm? Uh, 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 staying Alive, yeah. I think it's 120 beats per minute is uh -huh. the goal. You know that song? 120, 120 presses per minute. So that's the beat of the song. It goes, ha, 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 staying alive, staying alive. Like that, and you... I don't know if we're going to keep that singing part on there, but <laughs> that's what you do. You press at that beat. Because that's, that's the beat that a heart beats at. What are the two craziest animals that you ever worked on? When I was in vet school, um, we were doing anesthesia on a lion. So it was asleep. I didn't have to like work with it while it was awake, but there was a lion. And I took a picture of it with my hand on its paw. It was really big. Like... Maybe like this big. It's really big. So a lion is one, and then I also the paw. The paw was yeah. The paw, not, not the lion. The paw was really big. How big was the lion? And then um, if, uh, if, the, if the lion was this big, that would be a really small lion. Yeah, that would be really small. But that was just his paw. That was just his hand. The the lion was way bigger than me. Like he was really really big. He took up the whole table and then some. Dang. Let's see, Lion was a really cool one. And then I also got to work on um, some monkeys when I was in vet school, too. Monkeys not the biggest. Not the biggest, but that sounds pretty cool. They're not big, but they're pretty crazy. Think about a monkey or something. Where do monkeys go sometimes? Trees. Way up high in the trees. Do you think Luria's a good tree climber? No. What would be your guess? No. No? It looks like... It she looks is like, very bad. It looks like Luria's <laughs> not a very good tree climber. Am I? Are you a good tree climber? Actually, we do go to a place that we call the monkey trees and you do some climbing and some swinging. So I would say you're probably a better tree climber than Luria, is my guess. You're probably much better than me. I like to be on the ground. Luria, when did you know that you wanted to become a vet? Um, I am a very classic story of I got a dog and I just knew in that moment in my five-year-old heart that, that I was gonna be a veterinarian. Um, and as I got older, we would get more animals, some that I got the correct way and others that I would just kind of find. Um, like I would always help little birds that fell out of trees 
And there will be a couple of times where a stray cat or two may have made its way into the house without my parents knowing. (laughs) Um, And I would try to help them. Um, So I always like trying to help animals. Aiden, I have a question for you. How do you feel about dogs? Cats, hamsters. I I love any animal except dogs. Really? You don't like dogs? Is that because you feel a little bit a little bit nervous about dogs? Because the wolf. The wolf. The wolf of the dog. Luria, what advice as someone who takes care of lots and lots of dogs, what advice do you have to to a kid who who is not the biggest fan of, of dogs because of the wolf and the bark of them? I would say that you just have to be open to trying new things and make when you come across somebody that has a dog that's really nice. Like if you ever met my dog, she's super, super nice. And you just have to meet the nice ones. Do you know that sometimes dogs bark when they want to play? So sometimes it's not always a mean bark. Like they don't know how to speak like you and me. So sometimes all they can do is bark. And it just means they want to play with you. Yeah, what if the dog was saying, bark, bark, bark? What if it was saying, hi, Aiden, let's play? What if that's what it was trying to bark at you? No. It's possible. I, I wouldn't like that. Do you speak dog? Uh-huh. You do? Yeah. Bark, bark, bark. Woof, woof, woof. What did I say? Uh, did you say anything? I don't know. I don't speak dog either. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe Luria speaks dog. I don't speak dog, but when I was little, I really used to think that I could speak to cats. <laughs> Can you say woof in the wisdom of a word? And then I'll, I will know which word it is. Oh, that's a good question. Can we woof in the rhythm of a word? Okay. Woof, woof, woof. Woof, 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 woof. You really thinking about it? I have two guesses. Okay, what are your guesses? Like, no, but like, uh, do another one. Well, uh, that one I said... Hello, Aiden. How are you today? Maybe Luria could try a wolf sentence to you. Or maybe <laughs> actually Luria said that when she was little, she was good at speaking cat. So maybe she can. I, I, she can... I thought so. <laughs> All right. So maybe Luria can meow you a sentence. You want her to? Mm-hmm. Let's see if she'll do it. Meow. Oh. What do you think she said? Hello, Aiden. Oh, yeah? I did. <laughs> you speak cat? You speak cat. Wow. Dang, Aiden, you speak meow. <laughs> Let's go find some cats in the neighborhood. Can we hear you speak cat now? Maybe you could talk to Luria. I don't know if you know that. Meow, 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 meow. Are you singing happy birthday? I said to my I gave it away, but that was good. <laughs> That was good. Is a host bigger than a baby gorilla? Wait, when you say yes. bigger, do you mean bigger in weight or bigger in height or bigger in width? Because some of those uh, are... bigger in like, like, like wideness. Like how big is it? Like you're big. Like oh. how big? Uh huh. You know, like the normal big. The normal big. <laughs> like hosts are definitely bigger than monkeys. Definitely. For sure, and maybe stronger, because their their legs they kick really hard. Oh yeah. And what if horses were doing karate? <laughs> they would probably be really good at it. First off, 
thank you so much for being here. It's really cool to hear. It was a treat to talk to you. Oh, I love talking to you guys too. This has been fun. Like my cheeks hurt from smiling. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been smiling so hard because you're so funny. But it really is cool. Thank you so much for being here, and we really appreciate your time. I'm sorry that they made a hurt. No, <laughs> it's a good thing. It's your sweet kid, but it's a good. No, thing. it's a it's a good thing. It's it's. I'm just using my muscles so much; they tingle. That's that's a nice compliment. You made her smile so much that her face tingles. Um, but Laria, it was a pleasure to talk to you. Like Aiden said, it was a treat to get to talk to you. And you can find, if you want to follow along on Laria and her family's journey, you can find them on Instagram and TikTok. On both places, their username or her username is Squally Muffin, and that's Muffin. <laughs> yeah, Squally Muffin, spelled S Q U A L L Y. M-U-F-F-I-N. So on Instagram and TikTok at Squally Muffin. Is there a story behind Squally Muffin real quick? Yeah. So uh, my oldest daughter, um, really my youngest daughter too, uh, when she was a baby, when she would get happy, she would just scream like this really loud, like happy squall. Um, But then her nickname at the time was like Muffin. So it was like she's screaming so loud. But she's cute as a muffin. So we just put it together <laughs> and came up with Squally Muffin, which um, is, ironically enough, my younger baby, who's nine months old now, also screams, but like a very happy scream, but uh-huh. she's just so freaking cute. So yeah. Squally Muffin. I love it. Squally love Muffin. It. Awesome. Thank you so much, Laria. Can you say thank you to Laria? Thank you, Laria. You're welcome. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. And remember, let's inspire our children each and every day. To help spread the word, please subscribe, review, and share this podcast with other parents. And other kids. Very good.